to another episode of Comic BS. I hope you're all doing really well. Uh, hi, I am Beach. I am your host for this week's episode. I guess much like I'm your host for every other week's episode. <laughs> well, I have sitting in front of me on this special day a book uh, written by a writer known as Steve Niles. And an artist has drawn this... Uh, Piotr, oh, that's probably not even how you say his name, Piotr, <laughs> Poiter, that'll do, Kowalski, uh, Kowalski. So, for those who haven't yet worked that out, this is in fact 30 Days of Night, Issue 3. Oh yeah, that's right, the sun is set and with the darkness comes trouble, somebody has destroyed all the phones in Burrow and disabled the snow machines, trapping residents in town. Is is it the mysterious stranger that Stella has taken into the police custody on suspicion of killing her husband, even? Or is it there's something worse lurking in the dark of the woods? Bum, bum, bum. Alright, 30 Days of Night. Front cover of um, issue 3, cover A, is a skull around some sort of like charcoal-y kind of flamey stuff um, with the uh, uh, x-ray style vision blood all over it. That's the best way I can sort of explain it, I think. Like vampiric teeth. Mmm. Coffee. That's right. That's right. It's uh, it's t- 1 o'clock in the afternoon and I'm getting into my coffee still. So, we start off, we've got the, um, so do we remember where we left off? The dude came out of the power station and um, there was all those vampires just hanging around him. Uh, so, we didn't say they were vampires, did we? No, we didn't establish that, we just had a lot. So, we finished, I'm just going to fucking go, I'm on tangents. Does anyone else think that I do crack before I fucking record this? Because maybe I should do that to calm me down a bit. Anyway, so he'd come out. He had come out of the um, power station, and he was confronted by a shitload of badass-looking motherfuckers. So he looks at them all, and he's standing there. And we've got a zoomed-out thing there, so he just sees—I don't know where the power station's gone because he would have walked out of it straight away. And now the power station appears not to be there. But anyway, who needs continuity when you've got comic books? So then he shits himself, and he turns and he runs, help! And he's running down, and the dude's just fucking walking after him very casually. Got to warn the others, he's running into the fucking forest, it looks like. Warn them if you like, it will do no good, says this fucking dude in his leather jacket, smoking a cigarette, with his glasses on in the middle of the night. Um, well, it's all middle of the night there, isn't it now? Because I guess the sun's going down, it's not coming up. 
and then he falls to the ground. Oof! And then he looks around, and the fucking things are just following him still, and he gets up slowly, and... Oh, Walt, it's me, Gus, help! So, I don't know if we remember, but Walt was attacked by these crazy guys. Uh, I think it was last issue. So, Walt's standing there, just staring at him. And he runs towards Walt, and he puts his arms out. He's like, come on, Walt, help me. And he drops to his knees. He says, Walt! And then Walt opens his fucking mouth, and it's all fucking just fangs. Just crazy. It looks like venom has gotten in there, and carnage even, and just fanginized his face. Fanginized? Yeah, that'll do. Uh, and then Walt embraces him with a hug and eats his fucking face off. Just num, 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 and num, and num. And as he's having a good old feast of his mate's face, these guys turn and walk away, and they look over the town of Burrow, and they stand there. There it is, waiting to be plucked. And then Walt comes up behind, blood-covered his fucking beard and shit. Now? Not just yet, this fucking slick Rick-looking motherfucker says. Takes a big drag in on his cigarette. First we wait for the others. Then we plunge them into darkness. Oh, there's going to be more. I'm getting excited now. So they're standing over the top of Burrow. And we turn the page and we go into the town of Burrow. Um, and we've got a big-ass motherfucker who spent the night there from drinking and running away from his wife, uh, beating his wife, leaving, looking very disgusted. Um, and... Uh, uh, Bella? No. What the fuck is her name again? Jesus Christ. Um, Silver Sable? What the fuck's her name? Um, Stella. Jesus. What? So Stella's just looking out the window. And then we hear this voice from inside. Keeping me locked up won't help you. It's like, whoa, what's going on in there? Nothing will help you. Why don't you shut up for five minutes? Can't call for help. Can't drive for help. And we've got our big motherfucker locked in the jail cell there, in the holding room. And the officers are just looking at him. Just ignore him, Roxy, says Stella to Roxy. And they look disgusted. And then he grabs the bars and he smiles and he looks at um, Stella right in the eye. Uh, I think it's Stella. It doesn't matter who he's looking at because we can't see he's actually looking at anyone. That's right, Roxy. Just ignore me. I'm not the one you should be worried about anyway. You have much bigger problems heading your way. Yeah, what kind of problems, says Stella, looking pretty fucking pissed off. No phones, no vehicles, no sheriff. And she fucking comes up to the bar because he's baiting her to get closer and closer. What do you know about Eben? I know he isn't around anymore. Shame about that. And now nobody... And now nobody either. So you can't even have a funeral. And she fucking reaches in for something in her pocket. She's like, you better start talking or so help me. And then he's just too close. And he grabs her by the fucking wrist. First you want me to shut up. Then you want me to talk. You're confusing me, Sheriff. Mrs. Sheriff. And then uh, Roxy pulls her gun out and points it right at fucking big motherfucker's face. Let her go now says Roxy. She wants him to let go, and, yep, he just unhands her, and, and it looks like he could tear the fucking bars open at any second. He's just a giant motherfucker. I would not want to fight this cunt. Excuse my language there, but, no, fuck it. If I want to say that word, I'll say that word. 
Um, so we go to the down the middle of the panel. Middle, little bit of coffee. Mm. I haven't had you enough today. Okay. Why, why don't, what, you don't even know what's coming. You are all so screwed. You don't even have the sense to be scared. And then, lights turn out. The lights, Stella says. This is pretty, pretty bright spark. Computers are down. The whole town is out. We better check guns and fucking at the power station. Better check on Gus at the power station. It's all about guns with me, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Now you're catching on. Check on Gus. See what's happening to your precious town. And he's still smiling. It looks like he's there to help, but he fucking is having just a ball that people are fucking getting fucked up. So, Roxy and um, Stella head on over to the power station. And it is just, uh, for lack of a better word... All kinds of fucked up. The thing's torn inside out. The power poles are all down and damaged and fucking thing. And Stella says, because she's pretty obvious at this stage, maybe we should give her a superhero name of Captain Obvious. This whole place is destroyed. What's going on around here, says Roxy. She looks over to the power station. Stella does. Phones missing, vehicles destroyed. And now this, I'd say some, something, some, somebody's trying to cut us off. And Roxy's looking at the um, fucked up metal. Why would anyone want to do this? And then they look at each other, and they're like, start making out and undressing each other. No, made that up, that's not even real. And then they see footsteps, and they're looking through the snow, and then they see blood. So, um, Stella, I'm guessing this is Stella, because she states the complete obvious here and says, blood. And then she says, Gus? Gus! And there's Gus's torso laying there, all torn up. He is Fucking literally torn from fucking lips to asshole, inside out, back to front, laying there, just dead as a motherfucker. A lot of people are dying in this shit, which is great because that's what a good comic book does. Especially if it's thirty days of night, you wouldn't want thirty days of night. Okay, good night, going to bed. Actually, I could do it with thirty days of night and going to sleep for thirty days. Oh fuck, that would be awesome. Oh, just throw my dog in there with me and we'll just sleep for fucking thirty days. Yeah. If anyone can make that happen, let, let, let me know. Get the coroner, she says. She's fucking about to chuck into her glove. Where are you going? Back to town. I think a, I think the stranger knows a lot more than he is saying. Well, of course he does. You fucking won't let him talk. You keep telling him to shut up. And then Stella fucking takes off in the um, police car and leaves Roxy standing out there with a fucking body that's torn to shit clearly by some form of fucking beast or some fucked up something and she's just happy to stand out there by herself but you get that so uh stella goes on up the stairs into the police station she opens walks in and just has this look of oh fuck on her face as like i mentioned earlier it looks like the big fucker could just bend the bars and what has he done bent the bars and just walked on out of the thing and then we hear a voice from behind her hello mrs sheriff Wonder who this could be. I just needed to get out for some air. You! Freeze! Right where you are! He puts his hands in the air. He's got his big shit cricket gin- shit, shit kicker grin on his face. You think guns will help you against what's coming? Guns won't help you. Nothing will help you. What's coming? What are you talking about? I'd hate to spoil the surprise, he says with a big fucking smile and a twinkle in his eyes. She's got a gun pointed right at his head. Jesus, and then he just fucking runs at her. 
Uh, he's screaming. She fucking unloads two bullets. Bam, bam. Fucking one in each shoulder. Puts him down. He's laying on the ground. And then he smiles. Then he starts laughing. Fucking maniacal laughing at her as he's been shot on the ground. And he starts to fucking stagger up. And she's holding the fucking smoking gun just pointing at him. And he gets up onto one knee. Holds onto the bench. Pulls himself up with the other hand. And then... Bam, 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 Unloads the rest of the fucking clip. We've got fucking shots fired all through the chest, the neck. One right up through the fucking... Temp, uh, right between the eyes and fucking boom out the back of his head brain batter everywhere smoking gun she stands there she's looking pretty hot oh, it's a butt but gun smoking dude dead as fucking dead so we assume and we get Stella are you okay Roxy's busted in with the uh, two people from the snowmobile place no she's not I want everybody to return to their homes and stay there until we get the power back Power's out, and our phones are gone. What's going on, says the dude from the snowmobile, snowmobile, snowmobile place. I'm not sure yet. She looks at the fucking big motherfucker's brain splattered all over the wall, and she's a bit... Uh, I just killed this guy, and you guys don't seem really phased, but whatever. But I plan to find out. Roxy, let's go. So they drive through town. Fucking Stella and Roxy are driving. You killed an unarmed man back there, Stella. You need to tell me what is going on. He bent the bars of the cell to escape. He attacked me. I had no choice. They're driving along still, trying to trying to just have this bit of a discussion. You should have seen the look in his eye. He was going to kill me. He kept talking about them. He clearly was out of his mind. I'm sure he I'm sure he was responsible for everything, says Roxy. So they're driving up the um road there in the snow, two murders destroying the power station and raising the town and robbing the town is a lot more than one man. He would have had ha- had to have had help. Then where are they? She says. Why are you stopping? I saw something. She pulls out her binoculars. I just love saying the word binoculars. I'm pretty sure it's binoculars, but binoculars sounds so much better. She looks through it and Jesus. Through her binoculars, she sees a whole fucking mess. Of vampire motherfuckers just casually walking through the snow, angry as fuck, big crazy ass teeth, looking nasty and ready to kill with big fucking black eyes. Walt, her friend, right in the middle. She pulls the fucking binoculars down, looking shocked as fuck. Roxy says, Stella, what is it? And then Stella says, We have to get back to we have to get back to town to warn the others. To be continued. Fuck me. Can anything get better than 30 Days of Night at the moment? Like, it is seriously one of the best... No, I'm going to put it... It's the fucking best vampire book out there on the market right now. don't know how many vampire books there are out there on the market right now, which is why it's a pretty easy fucking thing for me to say. But, who gives a shit? Fuck it, 30 Days of Night. Seriously, if you're not all over it by now, you should definitely be all over it by now because it's 30 Days of Mother Flippin' Night, yo! Alright, well... I have to go and do stuff now. So, guys, um, you know where to find me, but have you found anything else on the new Pod World Order that tickles your fancy inside those ear holes? Uh, so go on over to newpodworldorder.com or jump on to the uh, internet and search, do a Google search for New Pod World Order and see what we have to offer for you guys and your listening pleasures. There's a bit of everything for a bit of everyone. 
Um, uh, and I guess that's where I will leave off this week. So uh, that's all the comic bullshit I have for this week. I have been Beach. Peace out, motherfuckers. Oh.